Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, hope you're okay. It's Thursday the 21st of December. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Our top story, a man who left his wife with a permanent scar after attacking her at a caravan park in New Romney has been jailed. Kate joins me now with more details. So how did this come about? Well, a court heard how Michael Quilligan was trying to stop his partner leaving a caravan at the Mali Holiday Park when he grabbed her mouth. The resulting wound left her covered in blood and unable to speak. Police described it as horrific. The couple had been in a relationship for 20 years with six children when violence broke out in August. And what did the judge have to say? He said Quilligan's actions will have a lifelong impact and be a daily reminder for his wife every time she looks in the mirror. His defence lawyer also spoke at Canterbury Crown Court and said her client has apologised profusely and demonstrated genuine remorse. The 44-year-old from Park Lane in Hornchurch had been drinking and taking cocaine before the attack. He's been locked up for 25 months. Thanks, Kate. A roundup of some other court news now and two brothers have been jailed after a man trying to steal their motorbikes was shot in Greenhithe. Police were called to reports of gunshots on Cooper Close in March 2020 and a man was treated in hospital for bullet wounds to his arm. Christopher and Colin Norse, who are 45 and 42, have been locked up for a total of 44 years. A sitting-born woman who was strangled and assaulted by her former partner says she can finally enjoy Christmas now he's been jailed. Leonie Waldock has been diagnosed with PTSD and depression after being abused by Nuno Rodriguez. The 28-year-old from Playstool Road in Newington has been locked up for three years. A Ramsgate teenager who bragged on social media about an attack that left a 14-year-old boy with a fractured eye socket has burst into tears as he was sent to prison. Reese Brown posted a video on Snapchat warning anyone else who wanted to confront him after the attack in 2021. The 21-year-old from Coleman Crescent has been sentenced to three years behind bars. Kent Online reports. Bosses at a food bank in Medway fear they'll hit red record numbers this Christmas as they continue to feed thousands of people. Gillingham Street Angels run charity shops, soup kitchens and other support services. Sophia Aiken from our colleagues at KMTV has been speaking to founder Neil Charlick. It's been such a busy year for you, hasn't it? So fancy tell me a little bit more about kind of some of the numbers of people that you've been seeing coming in this year. Last month, 21,500 people through the food bank and we've had to carry on with other services. So behind us, you've got the soup kitchen going on. That's every Wednesday that's between 100 200 people tomorrow we do a gospel church that's about 50 people go to the gospel church in january we're starting at another church again that will probably be about 50 people i think the services are just increasing sadly just monthly how much have you seen sort of this year i guess it's got to be more than 100,000 if it was 20,000 oh, last month yeah you know it's, it's it's crazy the numbers are just getting worse but the people are struggling, it's not just the food, that's why we're trying to you know, have a more holistic approach, other things we can do to help people. But well over 100,000 people we've fed alone. So how, how can Christmas, I guess, be a busier period for you? There's more financial pressures at Christmas time, isn't there? There is a lot of pressures. There's people are struggling for other stuff. So there's, not, there's just people who can't afford to buy trees, people who can't afford Christmas presents. So there's a lot of other service we're, we're running. And it's good. It's good that people do support us because we just can't do this on our own. So it's, it's fantastic that lots of different people have stepped up. It's amazing for us. I mean, it's overwhelming sometimes. The support we do get is fantastic. 
how much, by the end of December, how many sort of people will you have expected to have in that month alone? Last year was a record month for you, uh, sorry, last month was record for you, wasn't it? So how much are you thinking will be at the end of this month? I mean, it's bad. It's bad that we're getting to these kind of figures, but we're, we're noticing daily the, the increase in people, more people struggling. I think with social media, Facebook and things these days, people say, I'm struggling, I haven't got this. Because we're a known name, people just keep referring. They keep saying, Gillingham Street Angels, Gillingham Street Angels, which is kind of good we're known, but it just puts us under you know, incredible kind of pressure. So, you know, maybe even hit the 25,000 mark. It's not, it's not good. It's good that we can do it, but it's not good that we should be doing that kind of thing. So what pressure does that put you under as well as a, as a food? I mean, this, this year we're probably going to be a million pounds to operate, which is, is madness. So for us, it, it is hard, and we do get supported. The National Lottery give us some money every year. Council are good to us. We've got a lot of regular supporters, but we still have to find that money. That's why we have things like the charity shops, the cafes, because we need to raise that money. We need to make ourselves sustainable. That's the thing. I, I don't want to let people down, so I need to be able to feed those kind of people. I need to do what we do. And I guess looking into next year, how would you like to see this changing and hopefully see not as many people in need of this service? There is a government that's supposed to be looking after their people. You know, whether they do do anything about it, I don't know. They've not done anything so far. But I think you're, the voluntary sector is picking up the pieces. And, you know, there's us, there's other people out there. There's lots of different charities who deal with special needs, pets, autism, all these different domestic violence charities. And it's good that they all do do their part because I think Medway has got a very strong voluntary sector. So that is good for the people of Medway because there's people out there who will help you, whatever the issues are. It comes as a poll's found more than half of us will be shopping at cheaper supermarkets this Christmas to save money. The survey commissioned by the Lib Dems also suggests we're cutting back on gift giving, with over half of parents saying they're buying fewer presents this year. Oliver from KMTV has been speaking to Tim, who runs the Time Christmas shop on Medway City Estate. Actually, it's been pretty good for us, to be fair. Um, we've had to reflect our prices for this year, though, to adhere to the cost of living crisis for people so we have brought prices down from last year without a doubt um, but we are noticing people are feeling the pinch a little bit more so they're maybe not buying the bigger reindeers like they would do so they're buying a few more smaller items and things like that but yeah generally people are still spending though for Christmas. Um, and have you heard any customers uh, who have been really struggling this Christmas time? We've definitely got a mix, I won't, I won't lie, there's, there's, a, there's a mix of people that have got money, there's people that haven't got money and people that are really struggling. So uh, we've got some good items from 99p up to items that are £1,000, so we've got a real mix and range for people. What I would say to you is people are feeling the pinch, so we've catered for those people more than anything. The main feature for us is it's free to come here. You don't have to pay to come in. So if you want to get to come in a bit of Christmas spirit, you can come into the showroom free, have a wander around. We've got a free selfie booth, so you can have a little bit of a bit of fun with that. You know, there's free events that we do throughout the year as well. We've had the Grinch here. We had our Disney Princess Day. Again, all free. So we feel like we've catered for that this year without a doubt. Mum Anne-Marie Blakey Langston Bishop has been looking around the store and told Oliver about some of the pressures she's facing. Well, it's my first year properly full year as a parent and it is hard because you've got to think about making sure they do all the fun things that other children get to do whilst not overspending so that's hard and always competing with other parents but making sure that your child has the Christmas that everyone else has. Our children are only 19 months so this they don't understand this is free and they, they think it's amazing so it's brilliant to have things like this. 
in Medway. And, and do you think shops need to be more mindful of making themselves affordable for people that may not have the economic advantages that some people may have? Yes, definitely. If you don't have to make it as expensive, don't. So like things here, we were just saying that things here are like actually affordable, whereas you go to like a big department store and they're going to whack an extra £50 on it for no reason. And do you think it's just kind of greed around Christmas yes. time? Yes, It's everything, isn't it? Christmas, Easter, weddings. They just up the price when they don't need to. Kent Online News. A family's kitchen has been destroyed after a fire at a house in Gravesend just days before Christmas. Dad of two, Jack Burley, was woken up by his smoke alarm and managed to get out of the property on Gloucester Road. He was the only one home at the time and was treated by paramedics as a precaution after breathing in smoke. Elsewhere, a woman's been rescued from a flat following a fire on Margate High Street. She was treated by paramedics and neighbouring homes were evacuated at around half five this morning. An investigation's underway to work out how the blaze started. Three people have been treated after breathing in smoke during a fire at a pub in Canterbury. Police, paramedics and four fire engines were called to the Draper's Arms in Sun Street yesterday afternoon. The blaze in the kitchen is thought to have been caused by an electrical fault. And Rochester Cathedral will remain closed today following another fire. Crews were called to tackle a small blaze yesterday afternoon. The building was evacuated and no one was hurt. Officials say they're assessing the damage and expect to reopen tomorrow. Kent Online reports. We're being warned to expect delays on Kent's roads over the next few days as the big Christmas getaway begins. More than 13 million trips are expected to be made across the country between now and Christmas Eve. That's up 20% compared to the same period last year. Earlier I spoke to Toby Howe from the Kent Resilience Forum about what drivers can expect. It's a twofold um, scenario really because this week before Christmas is always a lot busier for freight so you have an awful lot of um, European drivers heading back to Europe to get there for Christmas so it's busier freight week um, heading from all over the UK through Kent to cross the short straits from Dover and Eurotunnel. But also, of course, there's the there's tourists that are going to be heading over to Europe for Christmas. So we're expecting quite a lot of traffic, really, Thursday, Friday and Saturday, slowly building up um, to get away before Christmas. We have a lot of traffic management plans in place. We haven't put Operation Brock in situation to really um, benefit the residents from Kent without any roadworks on the motorways. National highways are doing that across the country, so we're supporting that as well. But also we have traffic management in place in Dover should it be needed. Um, we have additional resource down at the port of Dover, Eurotunnel are busier as well, to make sure that we can keep traffic flowing with limited impact on local communities. What about some of the other routes in Kent, places like the Dartford Tunnel and you know some of the areas where it's it's usually busy? I mean, what's that going to be like on sort of Friday, Saturday? I think, again, that'll be very busy. So those that are actually heading from Kent to other parts of the country, the M25 will be very busy. As you say, people finishing work. Dartford Tunnel is always busy and it takes very little to cause congestion in that area. So, again, it's really people follow advice you know, use Google Maps or Apple Maps or the likes, ways to actually see what the traffic's are like, allow plenty of time, make sure you've got things on board. So if there is a crash and you're going to be stuck on a motorway for some time, you've got food, medicines, 
things to entertain the family, etc. Really just go prepared for because what we don't want is to spoil anybody's getaway, anybody's holiday due to incidences on the on the motorways. Don't forget you can follow our travel blog at Kent Online or listen to our sister radio station KMFM for regular updates on any traffic. A company's been fined £100,000 for safety breaches after a worker was filmed standing precariously on a pallet raised in the air by a forklift truck in Ramsgate. They were using the wooden crate to fashion a makeshift platform at the side of a boat in the harbour. You can see the footage over on our website. Now, a Canterbury man's been telling us how he's honouring the memory of his late wife by decorating conifer trees outside their house. David Hampson lives in St Lawrence Forstall and lost his partner Sarah after she was diagnosed with a rare tumour in 2020. The 54-year-old has now turned two trees into giant penguins. Really, they're just to make people smile. So, um, uh, my wife was diagnosed with uh, paranasal melanoma in August 2020 um, and uh, unfortunately passed away in uh, June 2021 Um, and at that point we realised when she was initially um, diagnosed on our trips to the hospital and back um, that people walked down our road um, often with bad news and sad news Um, and our trees are quite significant so Sarah saw something on the internet um, where someone decorated their, their conifer trees and said, look, can we do something similar with ours just, just to make people smile? Um, so I took a picture off the internet um, and just developed the, that idea um, and it's turned into this now. So this is the fourth year that we've done it um, and it's developed um, a little bit more every year. This year we've got um, eyes on them, um, converted space hoppers and acrylic paint, um, pretty much. Um, and the small one at the front has uh, got, it's got little beach balls on it. But um, yeah, it's just a, it's just to make people smile on their way back from the hospital where people can have just bad news. Um, and it seems to work, people are smiling. So um, yeah, that's, that's what it's there for. Certainly um, friends and, and neighbours, they, they, they all look forward to it being there. I've had people talk to me in the, in the summer, so I knew the chap that decorates his trees. And, and uh, yeah, so it, it, you know, positive. Um, it, it does make people smile. People have been up and down the road having a look and it's been on social media. So um, yeah, it all helps remember Sarah and, and also you know, help people's mood walking down the street. It's, it's been great for us. And with only a few days to go before Christmas, we've been taking a look at whether as many people are sending out cards this year. The cost of stamps went up in October and there have been issues with postal services in parts of the county. Our reporter Alex Langridge has been chatting to Jason Brown from Deb's Cards in Gravesend. This year's been really good and I've seen a rise. Um, everyone seems to be sending cards this year. Um, and it's been really busy. It's been a, a, a great year. I think people in Gravesend like sending cards. And you say you've seen a rise. Sort of how much? Sort of in percentage? Do you think from the year before? I can't give you a percentage. <laughs> I can only uh, tell you how tired I am. That it's been very, very busy. But um, I, I won't look at the figures till uh, till after Christmas. But um, yes, um, uh, the last uh, few years have been um, reasonably quiet since lockdown. But it's been building and building. And uh, this year, uh, I've definitely seen an increase in sales. And do you think people are buying more singular cards? Are they still buying packs of cards? Um... Um, I'd say it's the same. So we get uh, our usual amount of singular cards, um, but we've had to reorder um, because some have sold through. Uh, And the same with the box cards. We did our usual amount, but we had to go back 
uh, and get some more and those have gone people are coming in today um, you know and I've had to uh, certain designs popular designs are all sold out unfortunately so both really good must be really happy just to sort of see that you know people are still out here and they still want to buy, buy cards yeah i am really happy actually um i yeah i i, I the people of gravesend uh, are great uh, they love sending cards um they like my cards which is nice and um yeah it's 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 really good the weather's been quite kind We've had no snow snow is the uh the worst thing that can that can happen that can ruin a christmas and that ha that hasn't arrived um i shouldn't say that should i we've still got, <laughs> we've still got a, a few days to go but um no it's it's been great it's been a a, a good year everyone's out the shop's been full everyone's been in, in you know good good moods and uh, it's been it's been a lovely christmas so far but it's not such good news for every shop. Diana Scott is from Gem Cards in Strood. So can you tell us a little bit about what you've had to do with your shop? I know you said, you know, your Christmas card sales have progressively sort of decreased, is that right? Yes, they have over the last six or seven years probably, um, due to uh, competition from card factory and supermarkets. Um, yeah, so quite a few factors to take into consideration. What kind of trends have you seen with sort of the Christmas cards and people send are people still sending them? Are people still buying them? People are still buying them, but I don't necessarily think they're putting them through the post. I think they're um, gi giving them to people when they see them rather than relying on the postal service. And you said obviously, you know, you got the competition from the other card factory, so what makes your shop a little bit different, you know, what people We're a bit more um, exclusive, a bit more upmarket. Um, better quality um, and obviously people have to pay for that but we find it uh, it works and obviously I'll come in today and you've got countless customers <laughs> coming in especially <laughs> buying Christmas cards so it does show you people still are oh, buying yeah, they are. want to see they are they are still buying lots of cards it's not you know doom and gloom completely uh, it's just that it's diminished over the years but we're still here we're still really enjoying it my husband and I own the business um, so yeah, onwards and upwards, and we've we've tweaked a few things in the shop with regard to stocking different products, um, more gift range, um, probably under about twenty-five pound price bracket, just to uh, increase sales really. Kent Online News. There are plans to move and expand a Caribbean restaurant in Canterbury. St Smokey's Barbecue House is relocating to St George's Place, increasing from 10 tables to more than 90. It's run by a father and son who say they've outgrown their old site and hope to move to the new place by March. Plans to turn a former newsagents into a cafe near Dartford have taken a step closer to completion. A planning application to convert the now vacant Dave's Corner Shop in Wilmington into a new eatery was submitted in September. And a new baby bison has been born in Woodland near Canterbury. It's the first one to be conceived at West Bleen and Thorndon Woods after a herd was rewilded there last year to boost biodiversity. Conservationists have described it as the best Christmas present. Kent Online Sport.
Football and Gillingham start their busy festive period with a match against Forest Green tomorrow. They'll be playing four games in 11 days as they look to climb the League Two table. Last Saturday's defeat to Bradford City has left the Jills 10th, with tomorrow's opponents second from bottom. Our sports reporter Luke Cordell's been chatting to boss Stephen Clements, who says recent results have been disappointing. It's been too up and down. There's not really been an in-between. So, yeah, something that we, we speak about on, in, the, in the coaching department um, and it's something we're, try, we're, we're trying to change. But um, it's easy saying it, we've got to go and do it and, um, and, and that'll be the challenge now uh, going forward over this Christmas period. This is what I will say, the squad of players I've got, they're more than capable, like you see with other teams in this league, of going on a run. Um, and uh, see, that is the intention, that is the aim. We'll keep focusing on... Um, what we what we what we're trying to do here, what we what we're trying to improve, how we can create more chances, um, and how we can get more results, and that's all we can do on the training ground uh, every day. I felt we had a really good week going into the Bradford game. It was probably the best week we've had on the training ground. Uh, so to come away with a two 0 defeat at home um, was a little bit of a shock to me. Yeah. Uh, but we go again this week. There's another game coming along. Let's go and uh, let's go and take on the next opponent. And we spoke about the Christmas period and stuff. Last Christmas, what was your last Christmas like? Was it a bit more relaxed? Last Christmas was a lot more relaxed. Um, so uh, yeah, we've uh, it was it was nice to spend some time with the family. Um, yeah, but uh, it's become a, it's, it's become different over the years. My time in football when I when I first started as a player, um, you tended to always train on Christmas morning or Christmas evening. Uh, but over the years that's become a little bit more relaxed you do, you do your work early and you do try and give the lads Christmas day with their families yeah. if you can and that's the way it's been now for me for probably the last 10 years so I've, I've had Christmas day um, with the with the family uh, but you've generally got the laptop pretty near you because you've still got to look at stuff going into the, the Boxing Day game it, With that in mind what the players doing this Christmas day you're getting them in for a few hours or... Christmas day they won't be training on Christmas day this year so they'll be um, yeah they'll be with their families the work will be done um, and they'll be prepared. They'll still be fully prepared. They'll have all the work that we normally get, um, but they'll have, they will have Christmas Day with their families. And But they will be instructed to do a small bit of exercise um, at home, go for a walk, a light jog. Um, so they are moving and not just sitting there eating eating their Christmas dinner and mince pies, etc. Kickoff tomorrow night is at seven. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.